Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr., How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas? If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out Everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour this Monday. It's been spirited. Not sure if we're on the cusp of some breaking news that has to do with the Live Tour. And maybe, according to speculation, only speculation, Cameron Smith might be the latest to join the Live Tour, fresh from winning the Open Championship in dramatic fashion at the old course at St. Andrews. Also, Henrik Stenson, who was the European Ryder Cup captain, is reportedly going to join the Live Tour. And there could be a couple other marquee names. Once again, it's all speculation, but it feels like There are uh, some media reports out of Europe, out of Ireland right now, uh, and Scotland, that has uh, some marquee players joining the Live Tour. Some marquee names there. Uh, Biggest names in track and field, the uh, World Track and Field Championships, Saturday and uh, 2 Eastern and 9 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. So where Steph Curry is going to host the ESPYs coming up on Wednesday night, and you know, when you get to that point hosting the ESPYs, Peyton Manning has done it, Danica Patrick did it, John Cena did it, uh, LeBron James did it, Lance Armstrong in 2006 did it. 
Then you had uh, Russell Wilson, Sue Bird, and uh, Megan Rapino, who uh, did that. Sue Bird and her girlfriend, Megan Rapino. That was in 2020. But now it's uh, Steph Curry. There was an article that came out. Has Steph Curry surpassed Joe Montana as the athlete in the Bay Area of all time? And and before you say, well, Steph can't surpass Joe Montana. It's like, yeah, he can. Why not? Um, Steph changed the game. I guess you could say that the West Coast offense with Joe Montana and uh, Bill Walsh changed the game. Uh, Joe won four Super Bowls, never lost one. Steph has four NBA uh, championships. I don't know how many times Joe was MVP. Uh, Steph's got, what, two of those? And I think Joe has one. But, you know, they both had great running mates. Joe had Jerry Rice. Uh, did Joe didn't have Jerry Rice for all four of his Super Bowls. I think he had Jerry for two of those. So that'd be like Kevin Durant being there with Steph Curry for two of those. Then he won two without Kevin Durant. It's not far-fetched at all that Steph Curry is has surpassed Joe Montana as the greatest sports name in the Bay Area. Yeah, Paul. Montana, four-time Super Bowl champ, three-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time NFL MVP, 89 and 90 back-to-back. Okay. Okay. Uh, he won Comeback Player of the Year when he went to the Chiefs. Okay. Is the Bay Area, I've never spent any real time out there, is it a football area, is it a basketball area, or is it nondescript for the what they love. I think it's always been football. But I go back as far as John Brody with the 49ers. But it feels like it's because they've had success. When you had Joe Montana and you have Steve Young. Uh, John Brody was a very good quarterback. Um, but I, I, basketball-wise, you had Rick Barry. They won a championship in, what, like 74? Uh Wilt, I don't. Wilt was with the Philadelphia Warriors. Then he went to the Lakers. Um, but basketball wise, do you have him uh, one year in San Francisco, Paulie? Yeah, I got to double check this. You know better than me with Wilt, but I have him his first three seasons Philadelphia Warriors, then two and a half seasons with the San Francisco Warriors, and he was prime, 26, 27 years old. Okay. I don't know how well they did, though. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's always been a football city. Um, now that's changed, I guess, with you know what's happened with Golden State. At least, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to have somebody out there who would speak on behalf of being a resident there. Yeah, Mark? In the past 20 years, excuse me, in the past 20 years, baseball, maybe with the Oakland A's, and a bunch of the guys that are from Oakland that have made uh, no, Major League Baseball? No, it'd be the Giants. The Giants have they had success with Bruce Bochy, but and you go back to Willie Mays and McCovey and Cepeda, uh, Juan Marshall. Yeah, you know what? That's interesting. That that I and somebody out there would could speak on, uh, you know that that topic certainly better than I could. I can just tell you from outside looking in. Feels like it is basketball. Um, yeah, he went to a Super Bowl recently. Um, baseball, what, you have three World Series titles in 12 years? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Paul. San Francisco may have the best sports uniforms by town. If you look at their baseball uniforms, the Giants are awesome. Those cream with the orange and mm-hmm. the black. Mm-hmm. The A's are unbelievably great baseball uniforms. They may be the best. Warriors have cool unis, historically and now. Remember the city, the old city uniforms with the Golden State Warriors? The Niners, I think everyone generally likes those. Yeah. For a town with the uniforms, they're first ballot. Okay. All right. Boop. <laughs> oh, you, you blooped yourself? I was proud of that take. <laughs> okay. I'm the uniform guy. All right. And we're blooping ourselves. Hey, you. Yeah. Yes, That's Tom. Why do all the Pittsburgh teams have black and yellow? Has there ever been any established explanation why that would be? Penguin I, Steelers and uh, the Pirates to all be black and yellow? I don't know. It seems strange to me. I, I like that better. Uh, why don't you just Google, why do all the Pittsburgh teams have black and gold? I think I did not too long ago, and it wasn't a very good answer. Or it seemed very vague. For, uh, it was like Google-ish. 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 Yeah. Okay. It's like, here's a theory. And no one really <laughs> takes a stand, a firm stand on why that would be. Uh, more phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, we will talk to Brian Cranston, the great actor. I guess, I think he is making another appearance in Better Call Saul. Yes, Eden. I'm seeing here it's because uh, the colors of the city flag and city uh, seal. City seal? Yeah. Hmm. That's okay. why Pittsburgh wears black and yellow, black and gold. Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston confirm which episode of Better Call Saul they will be in. Okay. I guess this is some type of flashback scene. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going <laughs> to. Thank you. No spoiler. Yeah. Some type of flashback situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, um, the finale of the Breaking Bad prequel has arrived, and uh, the duo will add sentimental touch to Bob Odenkirk's farewell to the series. I just finished up season six of Better Call Saul. Did not, you know, when I first heard they were going to do a prequel, I went, oh, you, you can't top Breaking Bad. They didn't try to. It's complimenting Breaking Bad. And the approach is different, but it's so well done. You got Vince Gilligan. I mean, and Bob Odenkirk is, you know, wonderful to watch. But, you know, it, it's not one of those that you go, oh, not as good as Breaking Bad. It's different. With Breaking Bad. But Brian Cranston will join us. He was in the uh, Celebrity Softball event that uh, took place on Saturday. You can see that coming up tonight. By the way, I uh, saw that show, The Bear. I saw one episode of it. cooking show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably more than a cooking show. It's It's, about a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. it's, It's about all the personalities behind the scenes of a restaurant. And and you find yourself where it's just a frenetic pace. The film, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's filmed in Chicago, and it's about a guy who goes back to take over a restaurant. His brother committed suicide, so he's taking over the restaurant and all the debt that goes along with it, all the troubles that go along with it. And it's just like you watch and you forget sometimes to breathe because it's just a while. I only watched first episode, but it's a – like, Uncut Gems left me that way, the Sandler movie. And I was like, I got to breathe. And that this is about, it's less than 30 minutes, the uh, first episode that I saw. I think most of the episodes are 30 minutes or less. But it, uh, a guy who was in Shameless is the star of this. Lip. Yeah. Uh, the William H. Macy, Emily Rossum, I think, yep. uh, vehicle. My buddy, William H. Macy. You guys really vibed. No, we did not. We did not. 
that's where he had no idea who I was. And I asked a couple of good questions and he goes, Oh, look at you. And, and like, like I, Hey, you little whippersnapper. I, let me, <laughs> let me pat you on the head. You did a great job there asking these questions. Like, uh, Hey, uh, Billy, I know what I'm doing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that, that didn't go well with William H. Macy. Yes, Todd. If you saw the chaos and stress of what was going on back in the kitchen while you and your family <laughs> ordered a particular meal for your particular table, yeah. would you enjoy that meal more or less, knowing that that's what went on to get your stuff ready for your table? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a, it's a fair point. Like the, the, it's just absurd how, how much movement is back there and, and the conversations. Uh, and really, there's anger, there's passion. I mean, there's so much going on. Yes, Eaton. Well, I have a very limited experience with it. The energy of a of a kitchen, or certainly the energy in that show, is very similar to my experiences in a TV control room. Yes. People just screaming at each other all the time and calling each other terrible names. And then being like, okay, all right, that was good. That was good. We you, did good. They get done with the broadcast, and then everybody just leaves the control room, and it's like nothing happened in there. Do you have any idea what you just said to me in there? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> like, we're just trying to get a highlight on the air. Where's that graphic? Why were you using that kind when I said, stand by B, not roll B. Why are you rolling the mini out? <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't stop it. Now we got to start the whole thing again. Camera two. Take two. Take two. And and you, you'll have, like, people of all ages. Usually your director is older and experienced and, uh, you know, the, the wily veteran. Then you have somebody who's there doing the switching, and they're like, <laughs> There's no crying. No crying in the control room. Uh, I guess uh, these, uh, the uh, San Antonio Spurs might be involved in the Russell Westbrook Jr., the third sweepstakes, but they would be a third party here. I think, you know, they're, if you're the Lakers, you're looking for any help you can. But maybe Russ and then Spurs won a first-round draft pick, and then what happens with Kyrie? Did you see where Russ... He, he, uh, he fired his agent. Irreconcilable differences. Now? I thought, now? <laughs> I, I thought that only happened with couples. Like, I, I've never heard somebody say, no, we're going to break up, me and my agent. Irreconcilable differences. Is it you think you're this kind of player and your agent's probably saying, here's more closer to the reality? Yeah, Paul. Did Russ go back to Atlanta for a three-game set and found out he was lied to about his contract? Uh, How does it work yeah. out? <laughs> Uh, they didn't cry. Okay. They didn't cry. Jay in North Carolina. Hi, Jay. What's on your mind? Um, I was going to see how you felt about, do you think Russell Westbrook is less tradable now that he's split up with his agent and assuming? I think it's a good, I I think it's a good question, Jay. And thanks for the phone call. I, I don't know. I'd love to know what the reason was. If his agent said, here's the reality, Russ, and Russ probably still dealing with his reality and probably said, I don't want to hear what you think I'm worth or not worth. Um, feels like you might be less likely to trade for him if you don't have that agent. I, or I don't know who's going to step up and represent him unless he's going to represent himself. Uh, Jason in California. Hi, Jason. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just a Bay Area native. So going back to what you were um, asking as far as first, second, third. Yeah. Uh, it's a football town. It's now a basketball town. It's always been a baseball town, too. 
And um, there's great teams with the Giants and A's. You know, don't forget about those teams in Mays and McCovey. Yeah. And Bonds are also popular figures as well. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Yeah, Paul. If something is a town, it doesn't change. Like he said, it's a football town, but now it's a basketball town. That means that the Warriors and Steph Curry are just renting. You know, it's a football town that temporarily is controlled by basketball. It's like the Chicago is a Chicago Bears town first by far. And when Michael Jordan was there, he rented the town for 10 years. And he completely took over the world and the town. But believe you me, as soon as the Bulls stink, people will go right back to football and then maybe the Cubs and other teams. Yes, Todd. I say you don't sleep on the San Jose Sharks. They're up and coming there. You know, they may pull a cup or two. You got to be patient with them. Thank you, Todd. That was not blue board. No, it was wasn't. Just a side, you know. That was a pool. B- take one back. <laughs> pool. B- pool b- that was a blooper. I do like their logos there with the shark biting the stick. That's always been a cool logo. Thank you. Uh, Seton, uh, poll question for the final hour. Then we'll take a break. We got uh, Brian Cranston set to join us. Well, Dan, we got a couple of results here for you. Oh, uh, right now, most overblown story this weekend: TB12's parenting struggles at fifty-six percent, followed by Kyrie no show at Drew as forty percent. I was going to put a best all-star event because we just sort of hit on this before. Yeah, is it slam dunk contest, home run derby, or the three-point contest? Right now, uh, it actually looks like the poll results are giving the middle finger because the home run derby is at seventy-three percent followed by the other two at uh, 16 and 10. I don't know what it is, but the most interesting part of the home run derby is the little kids out in the outfield running around. (laughs) Smashing into each other. (laughs) Yes. Throw the ball in. (laughs) Uh, I got to be out in left field for a home run derby for a little while uh, when it was in Milwaukee. Were you pushing kids around? You're like you're probably forty six years old. Then. I'm not pushing them around. I was just positioning myself. Were, were you a grown man with a bunch of kids? Yes, we were there at the All Star game, and I was out there. And I said, "Can I get a glove?" I don't think I remember you going out there. Yeah. I was in my cups, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yes, Todd. And there's always that <laughs> inexperienced camera person where they think they're showing it's going to go all the way across the street, and then it's just a little fly out. And the twelve year old caught it like in front of the warning track. I always had warning track power. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. With summer vacation season now in full swing, it's important to protect yourself from identity theft while you're traveling. And one of the most widespread risks to personal information to watch out for, pickpocketing. Credit card, social security number, you got your driver's license. Identity thieves have all they need to uh, use your identity. Identity theft. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Protecting your identity can be easy, but you have to sign up with LifeLock. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. And no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it is easy to protect yourself with lifelike identity theft. And uh, right now, join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code PATRICK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now is for you to drive them off the lawn. The Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, family of unrivaled vehicles, waiting at your local dealer. Saw a picture of Brian Cranston. He was playing softball over the weekend. And I went, oh, my God, what happened to Brian Cranston? He let himself go. You guys saw the picture. Let's take a guess. Did Brian Cranston, is he on hard times? Did he let himself go? Or is this a role? 
Todd, I'm going to start with you. I gave it some thought, and I put down a frustrated longtime college professor slowly going insane, realizing he's been wasting his time. Today's students simply don't want to learn anything new. They just want their degree and a six-figure job expected to be waiting for them as soon as they graduate. No, you gave this a lot of, a lot of thought. Seton O'Connor. I gave it much less thought, and it's much more superficial. Okay. I think he's uh, – it's like a post-retirement David Letterman biopic. Oh, oh. Oh, he's going to play Letterman? Yeah, post-retirement. When he grew the beard out. All right. Marv? I gave it little thought, too. I was going to say Mark David Chapman, current day, and kind of talk about what went into the John Lennon murder. Damn. Paulie? Even less thought. Unabomber 2. Okay. <laughs> Let's bring in Brian Cranston, the great actor, who joins us now. Um, how would you describe your look there, Brian? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, uh, DP, I'd probably describe it as an old lion being eaten by jackals. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, thanks for all those uh, Unabomber and uh, David Letterman uh, yeah. things. Um, no, I, I am doing a, a show. I'm doing a show. Actually, I'm, I'm in uh, really good shape. I had to, I dropped a lot of weight. I'm uh, now at 169. For my 5'11 height, and uh, my nutritionist says uh, I'm still gaining in muscle. So, hey, at 66, man, I can't argue with that. Okay, so what's the role you're playing? I can't tell you that. Uh, I, it's, it's a little bit of a secret. Is this uh, the Better Call Saul appearance? No. Have you already no. shot that? Yeah, we already shot that. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron Paul and I were whisked away in the, the darkness of night, truly, uh, flown in secretly, really? uh, got into an SUV, driven to uh, an Airbnb, and told we can't leave. He had the upper <laughs> unit, I had the bottom unit, and it was like, that's it. We stayed there for four days, with the exception of sneaking off to the stage to shoot our, uh, our scene. Why the secrecy? Well, because, you, you, you know, I guess they, they just didn't want it to get out. You know, you want you want it to be nice surprises. Then all of a sudden uh, we heard our the executive producers just saying, yeah, they're going to be in this. <laughs> like, oh, I guess we can let this out now. You know? so. What role do you play in the role that you'll play in, in this cameo? Like, are you allowed to say to Vince Gilligan, what about I, this? I, I play the role of Walter White in the... In no, no, no. But you're, <laughs> the input of being Walter, you know what I'm talking about, Dan. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, with someone like Vince Gilligan or Peter Gould, who co-EP uh, Better Call Saul, you, I mean, you just have complete trust in them. You know, you just say, where, where do you want me to go? I'll show up whenever you want. And, and they protect the characters and the storyline so well that you're, you don't have to ask those questions. Just do what they ask. How hard is it to get back into that character? You know, it was, a, it was a little interesting, but once, you know, I mean, it's like if you sitting behind that microphone with all your, you know, your your uh, action figures and, and play dolls there, uh, you know, you, you sit back there and all of a sudden you go, oh, I know this. I, I know. I know where I am. And uh, and you just you feel at home. But I'm not acting like a great radio host. I am a great radio host. There's a difference. Well, there's one adjective that might be replaced in that sentence. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not one to say, uh, 
you know, might be superlative. Okay, so no. a good radio host. How's that? Or it might even be better than great. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm not committing. When does this episode come out? You know, I don't even know. <laughs> Is that a I, secret as well? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. Because um, we, we had to go when both Aaron and I were free in our schedules, and that was April of 2021. So we were in for four days, and because we shot everything out of sequence, I, I don't even know what episode it was that we were in. I don't remember. When did you guys decide that you wanted to go into the tequila business or mezcal? We're in the mezcal business. It was three years after the end of Breaking Bad. We didn't see much of each other for those three years because, you know, life happens and you go your own way. And we were at a sushi bar in New York City, and, and we said, man, I miss you. I know. What, what can we do? And this is the difference between men and women. Women are so much smarter. They say, I miss you. Let's get together and have dinner and things like that. But men, we go, oh, we got to have, we got to play golf, or we got to do, do tennis, or we have, we have to have a business together. We, we can't just see, see each other. So we started a business together because we wanted to spend more time with each other. <laughs> And, and But we're glad we did because Dos Hombres is just crushing it. Good for you. Uh, we're talking to Brian Cranston. He's in uh, Jerry, and Mar- uh, Jerry and Marge Go Large. That's on Paramount Plus with uh, Annette Benning. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually uh, an, an uh, uplifting story, right? You know, it's just the, this is the, the movie that I wanted to do coming out of the lockdown. I wanted to feel more of a sense of community and and connectivity with people and to be uplifted. And it's like, I didn't want to feel that oppression anymore. And this, this movie, Jerry and Marge, it really is. It's a sweet one, man. I'm telling you guys, if you you sit down, watch it with your lady, you're going to have a good time. And, um, and, and glad that you spent the 90 minutes. Also, uh, if you haven't seen Annette Benning in uh, the grifters, do, oh, yeah. do yourself a favor and watch her in, and do some research there. Watch her in uh, Grifters, Angelica Houston, John Cusack, some great stuff. Yeah. Uh, how would you uh, rate your performance in the celebrity softball game? I would give myself maybe a B minus. I, um, I, you know, Adrian Beltre came up and he was trying to crush it. And of course, whenever you try to crush anything, you foul tip. And he fouled one off, and I ran back, and I hit, it hit in the heel of my glove, and I dropped it. And that was embarrassing. I was catching at the time. And then the second time, I thought, I, if he does that again, I am getting that ball. And he did it again, and it went over by the third base coach's box, and I ran my ass off. I got over there, and I, and I caught it to finish the inning. So that was good. I also caught a fly ball in left field. I got one base hit. Uh, fielder's choice. And then at the end, uh, last inning, we're down by two runs. And the umpire, I the ball comes in. I, I lean back a little bit because it would have grazed my chest had I not. I lean back, drops down, and he calls it a strike, which gave me the perfect opportunity to go bananas on the guy. <laughs> you know, it's like I said – you know, I did the, <laughs> I did, you know, a little Billy Martin and uh, mm. Earl Weaver job on him. I dusted him with some, with some of Dodger Stadium's finest and then threw a bucket of bubble gum at him. And, you know, it's like, 
And then uh, J.K. Simmons came in and tried to, you know, tried to get, get me to calm down a little bit. But I even had people then say, man, you were really mad. And I go, really? That's what you thought? <laughs> wow, okay. Did you, uh, who did you want to meet with these celebrities there? You know, when celebrities get together, you guys all act like you know each other. Or you should. You're all in the same sort of you know, fraternity. Or hey, something. man, you know I'm a huge baseball fan. So I was, uh, I was jonesing out on Big Poppy and Beltre and uh, CC Sabathia was really cool. And the guys I played with, Sean Green and Andre Ethier, former Dodgers, yeah. they were great. They were great. And uh, it, was, it was really fun. You know what was, was great? It was um, Hunter Pence was, is a good dude, uh, even though he's a giant, you know, at heart. I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah, he got booed, I think. Uh, and deserved it. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, and Jenny Finch wasn't pitching the way Jenny Finch pitches, right? No. I mean, I, I think, um, I, who was it who came up to bat? I, I, think, I think it was uh, either, uh, I think it was Adrian Beltre came up to bat once, and, and she did one pitch as she would pitch that ball. <laughs> and I go, man, I'm glad I wasn't catching that. Because that thing, man, she is. She hums it. Uh, are you are you in New Orleans? I am. I'm in New Orleans. And the last time I spoke to you when you were in New Orleans, you were doing a series. Yeah. You said it was a one and done series. You said, you know, my son dies at the end. Of course, we're not going to do another year of that season. Of that. Well, first of all, thanks for giving away the ending for those who didn't see the first season. That's really appreciative. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. All right. That. Yeah. Are, are you doing a second season of this? We are going to do a second oh, season. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, I'm not the idiot that you called me. I never called you an idiot. You, it was, it was inferred that I said, "Oh, you got to do another, uh, you know, season," and then you're the one that said, "My son dies at the end." But I never said that on the air, did I? I think you did. Did but, I? I mean, you should still watch the series. I thought it was really well done, Your Honor. Thank you. So, so you're going to do another? Is that why you're? Is that the look here, Your Honor? Are you on the run in Your Honor? You know, your journalistic probative questions are really starting to, to <laughs> sink in here. This is really, really good. Uh, I'm not at liberty to to s- discuss that. It is a highly kept secret here in the entertainment world, uh, and we keep those you know close to heart. I respect that. I appreciate that. All right. Well, yeah. it's great to talk to you. I'm glad you, you survived. Too. You too, guys. I really, really miss you. When you come out to L.A., let us know. Our friend Steve and I are working together. So um, please say hello. Come on. We'll have dinner. Hey, how do I find you? You know, I'm at 555. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You I know got, where I got. I know where to find you. I yeah. know where to find you. Yeah. I'll just call Will Farrell. He'll tell me where you are. Just call Will Farrell. This uh, I just want to say at this this celebrity game, yeah. I've at the end of 5 innings I was throbbing. <laughs> My legs felt like dead tree trunks. I have a contusion. Oh, wow. Look at that. I have a I have a laceration and a hematoma Damn. and I, and I got hit in the chest in batting practice by Anthony Ramos. I mean, it's like, 
I was getting lazy and throwing the ball and just saying, how am I going to pitch tonight? You know, like then throwing some spins and things. And he connected with a line drive from about 25 feet away and wham, right in my upper chest. I have a big bruise. Up. It's, it's, it's nasty business. Take you know? off your shirt. Let me see it. I'm not going to take off my oh, shirt. Okay. I know you want to see me with my, my shirt. I know that. I've seen you in your underwear. Yeah, see, I just it's just what America <laughs> wants. You can't always give it to you. I have to be a little circumspect. All right. Uh, great to talk to you. Stay in you touch. You too, man. Good luck, and I hope things are turnaround for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thanks, guys. See uh, you later. Jerry and Marge go large, currently on Paramount Plus with Brian Cranston, one of the great actors of our generation, and with Annette Benning. And uh, going to reprise the uh, Walter White role for we don't know. But uh, with Aaron Paul, they already uh, shot that. I just finished the final episode of season six with uh, Breaking Bad, or uh, with Better Call Saul. Yeah, Paul. I got the, again, this is IMDb, but the Better Call Saul episode that Brian Cranston's in is in the next two weeks. Uh, I, I, it appears to be like uh, July 25th or around there. It's expected to be in one of those episodes. So in the next two weeks, uh, that, that's what's scheduled. Bob Odenkirk show? Yeah. Yeah. That's a couple places I checked. That's cool. Better Call Saul's great. Bob Odenkirk's wife in Better Call Saul almost steals the show. She's she's great. Uh, I think her name is, uh, it's R-H-E-A. Is it Rhea or Ray? Not sure which. But she is really wonderful. And uh, Better Call Saul, really well done. All right, uh, Paulie went to the movie theaters, and he was surprised at uh, the, the accommodations there. This is going to sound so bad. I haven't been to a, movie, a good movie theater. I've been to some, like, old, junky mom-and-pop movie theaters. Yeah. I've been to a good one in about seven years. And I was shocked by the seats, the, the audio. Now, the popcorn was fantastic. The seats were fantastic. The audio, it was probably 40 degrees in the, in the place. The candy selection was horrid these days, at least at the place I went to. They had like four choices. But uh, the seats, you could recline back. You could put your feet up. People, brought, I saw a guy brought, bring a blanket, like an actual blanket in a, sure. in a gym bag. Well, it's cold enough in there. Yeah. Uh, do you ever have snow caps at any other place than a movie theater? No. Right? I, I'm, Goobers? Goobers I might have elsewhere. Okay. I've become a big popcorn guy. I know that that's not exactly like, you know, the most out of the box thing, but I, I really enjoy a, a gigantic box or bag of popcorn at the movie theater. And they all they always make it so salty that you got to have something to drink with. Wonderful, it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, wonderful. Yeah, more. I only do ices at the movie theaters. The Slurpees. Yeah, the Slurpees, whatever you want to call them. It's popcorn, goobers, icy. Yeah. Yes, Todd. And it's not particularly healthy, but in recent years, you have access to the uh, butter machine. Usually, you tell them how much butter you want to put on it. But if you want to load that up and be disgusting and clog your arteries, wait, you could wait. just go squirt it onto the thing. There. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah. You go by oh, where yeah. the napkins are and stuff, and there's a thing, and you yeah. could just squirt to your heart's content as much butter as you want. Yeah, more. All right, Prissy, don't say squirt anymore. All right, so anyway, <laughs> you go, you say, hey, I want a large popcorn halfway, fill it halfway. I butter it I butter after halfway, give them the rest. They'll fill up the rest of the popcorn, and then you put the butter on top of the top of oh. it. I put no butter, no salt on it. Dry? Yes. 
heat. Yeah, but they're still sold on it. <laughs> Just saying that it's there. But it's that you know, it's like. And then if you say, "Let me have a small," but a small yeah. is is like a, a small garbage can. Yeah, it's oh. massive. Yeah, massive. That's yeah. small. Better be for thirteen fifty yeah. or whatever the small <laughs> starts with yeah. price. Yeah, Paul. I have a quirk. I, I don't know if I told you guys before. I do not watch the previews when I go to a movie theater to the point where I, I don't sit in the room in the in the theater while the previews are going because the previews these days they 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 basically show you the movie eighty percent and then you're like, well, I've seen eighty percent of it. I've got to go see the the other twenty percent. They spoil a lot of movies for me. I do not watch the previews whatsoever. Oh, I, th- I, I think I'm on an island there. I like going to see the previews more than I do the movies oh, sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Previews are great. They are great, but they also they spoil a lot. No, they're there to tease you a little uh, bit, where you go, oh, what's this movie about? Can I wet your whistle? Yeah. Yes, Tony. I'm one of those annoying people, though, at the end of each preview, I'll say loudly to my wife, and my <laughs> kids, I'd see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no thanks. That looks terrible. I... I did that the last time that I went uh, with my wife when we went to see uh, Top Gun. And then it'd be done with that. And I go, I'd see that. I'd see that. What, what do you think? Yeah, I'd see that too. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, they're so good. And the rom coms, when the beginning of Train Hey Soul Sister starts playing, like, oh, she was the girl from the wrong side of the tracks. And she meets him. <laughs> hey, Soul they, Sister. You know. That song's in every single rom-com. <laughs> or, oh, the sad of it is I see in you. That's in every 90s rom-com. All right. I'm going to take a break here. That's good. Seems like Kiss good. me. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's got some competition here. I think that's, he's right on. That's like three of the songs in every soundtrack. Take a break. Last call for phone calls after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Last call for phone calls, what we learn once in store tomorrow. I was over on the golf simulator. I'm trying to recreate the putt that Cameron Smith had on the uh, 17th hole where he putted it around the bunker and got up there and ended up with a, uh, a two-putt. Actually, that would be a one-putt. That was the key. He had a lot of one-putts there, whereas uh, Rory two-putted everything. All right. Uh, by the way, what movie did you see when you went to the theater and you got to sit in those great chairs? This day in history? You wanted, this day sports history you want to hit? The, oh, um, the movie I saw, uh, it was called Where the Crawdads Sing, Dan. Where the crawdads thing. Abandoned as a girl, Kaya raised herself in the dangerous marshlands of North Carolina for years. Rumors of the marsh girl haunted Barkley Cove. Drawn to two young men from town, she opens herself <laughs> to a new and startling world. Yeah. In a world. I, I guess it's based off a series of books that my wife read, and uh, I, I agreed to go to see a movie, and I assume we'd see Maverick. Knowing me, that, that we go see but Top Gun. But you haven't seen Top Gun yet? No. Oh. Uh, and that was the one I was planning on. Wow. 
and then I got somehow I agreed to wear the crawdads thing, which I thought was going to be about Cajun food or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, that, sign me up. Is it about Anthony Bourdain when he worked in uh, the Big Easy? Sure, mm. I'll watch that. Mm. It wasn't about crawdads at all in Cajun food. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Yep, took, took the L. Yeah. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, I got this day in television history to start. Okay. 18 years ago, Blank premiered on HBO. 18 years ago, this series, Blank, premiered on HBO. The Wire. Entourage. Entourage. 18 years ago. Wow. Eeks. This day in sports history, Ty Cobb uh, got his 4,000th career hit. <laughs> he had 41.91 before he retired in 1928. 1964, Pete Rose of the Reds hit his only grand slam of his career. And uh, Jack Nicholas in 1985, Jack Nicholas' son, made his tour on the PJ Tour, made his debut on the PJ Tour. On this date, 1921, Babe Ruth hit a home run estimated to be 560 feet. I don't know about that. Shouldn't you be able to go back in history and be able to tell how far somebody hit a home run? Isn't the longest home run ever hit? by Willie Stargell. Follow me on this. In Cincinnati, I think he hit a home run out of the ballpark at Crosley Field, and then it went into either a train car or a truck, and then that then that kept going. So it went... <laughs> All the way to... Yeah, like it could have been... He hit a home run that was uh, 100 miles. Am I just making that up? Yeah, Paulie. That's one of them. Stargell also has one that he hit. Uh, well, that was at Three Rivers three where he rivers. hit it in the upper deck. Yep, he has one at, at Montreal's Olympic Stadium, they say, was the record for that ballpark. No, but isn't there one where Willie Stargell hit one and it ended up in a train car, Seton? Well, I'm seeing here that there's one uh, from a triple-A player from the, the Denver Zephyrs. Mm. He hit a ball 582 feet. Yeah. Maybe I'm I got here. Ted Klazuski hit a home run to straightaway center. This is according to the Cincinnati Inquirer that went to a tra- oncoming train car and kept on going all the way to Louisville. Okay, then that's it. It's Ted, Kluzowski. Ted Kluzowski, my bad. Theodore. Yeah. Smashed. Clue used to wear sleeveless. I, yeah, we did a look-in on that. Yeah, that's- and a big gun. Yeah, Fritzy guns. Yeah, Ted Kluzowski. Yeah, he hit it into a train car, and then it went to all the way to Louisville. Longest home run ever hit. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jesse in L.A. Hi, Jess. Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, uh, thanks, for ta- thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, calling in to give my best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best, as you mentioned, I went to the Drew League game. I had to scalp a ticket, but to see LeBron play that up close, uh, because you're practically on top of the court there, it was pretty incredible. He went off for 42, and I was, I was telling Marv the sound when he walked in, there was like a buzz and a roar. And I imagine that, that that's kind of what it was like in the 60s and 70s with Ollie whenever he walked into any room. Um, and that brings me to my worst. That ticket price, those scalpers, they smell blood in the water. Uh, I was going to buy a ticket to that All-Star game, to the All-Star game, or at least the Derby, but uh, i got to sit this one out. But, how much? Uh, thanks, how, man. You guys are the best. Jess, how much did you spend? 600 <laughs> And Drew League tickets typically go for $100. Um, but as soon as LeBron hit the name, or his name hit the, the books, it was just like, Scalpers were just out and about. They were out for blood. And everybody thought that Kyrie was going to play? Uh, there was a buzz that there, that he was going to play. Um, a lot of people were kind of disappointed. But um, I, 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 as soon as I found out why he wasn't there, I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. 
Jesse, thank you. Six hundy. You know, but that's that's an, an experience. You, know, you get to tell people, and I went saw him late in his career. He's at you know Drew League. Uncle Drew not there for the game, but he was uh, I guess coaching at a uh, girls' camp, basketball camp. Yes, Tom. I just prefer where he can't help that an expensive experience that goes to charity as opposed to some kind of you know, sleazy guy at <laughs> a street corner that just raised the price from one hundred to six hundred dollars. We don't know if he's a sleazy guy. Or, or, some, or sometimes there's some questionable He characters. might just be a good businessman. Todd. Could be. He got mm-hmm. the $600. Uh, Todd, um, <laughs> what did you learn today, Todd? You're not surprised that Nationals outfielder Juan Soto turned down 15 years for $440 million. I'm not. And it sounds crazy to say that, but I think it would be probably a bargain for the Nationals. See, no counter. Paul took one for the team this weekend. Yeah, let's see. Crawdads or crawdaddy. And like the book better. Yeah. Uh, Marv. The Bay Area is currently a basketball town. Mm. Paulie, what'd you learn? Paul starting as the narc of the track and field world. Todd, what did I learn? We all learned you would like live golf to at least play legitimate golf, not be so gimmicky. Yeah, just make it the same as the PGA Tour, same rules. So people probably watch. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Instant classic autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Have a great day, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.